Welcome to the Living in Lithuania podcast. Join me, Auste, in conversation with internationals who have found themselves living here in Lithuania. So, hello, Narmin. Welcome to the podcast. Um, could you shortly, to begin with, introduce yourself and just let us know where you're from? Um, hello. Thank you, Auste, for inviting me. Uh, my name is Narmin. I'm from Azerbaijan. I was born and raised in Baku, uh, that's my hometown, um, up, uh, until I was 16. And then, yeah, I left uh, for studying abroad. And, uh, yeah, I mean, about myself shortly, I like uh, traveling. I like playing quiz games. Uh, I like the games that usually you can play with racket, like oh. tennis or squash. I'm, I'm still learning, you know. But uh, yeah, this kind of um, games I enjoy. Okay, wonderful. And uh, can you share with us how you ended up moving to Lithuania? What was the uh, process like and when when did you move here? Um, so before moving to Lithuania, I was studying in uh, North Cyprus for, for two years. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I, I kind of, uh, there was this competition in our uh, country in Azerbaijan that um, if you get uh, one of the universities that are in the list, uh, and then you can apply for the scholarship, so you can basically go and um, your fee will be covered and you'll get, uh, you know, a scholarship uh, every month. So, yeah, uh, one of the universities were in the list was uh, Katu, Kaunas University of Technology. And, um, yeah, I was trying to find a way how can I uh, move my subjects, you know, that I, I did in, in uh, Cyprus and uh, that it would be also uh, kind of uh, matching with some other universities. So after a long, um, you know, research uh, together with my friend, she helped me a lot. Uh, then, yeah, we decided to apply. And after getting accepted for this scholarship program, I came in end of 2013 uh, as a yeah, bachelor student in informatics. Oh, and then, okay. yeah, I mean, I haven't, I cannot say that I've been uh, here for like uh, seven or, yeah, seven years because I've been uh, always going um, either for exchange abroad mm-hmm. every semester pretty much. So um, it wasn't always, uh, I, I didn't spend all the time in Lithuania. Oh, okay. So quite an international uh, experience <laughs> moving around. That's great. You got to make uh, use of the opportunities, you know, that are that are given, especially as a student. That's yeah. uh, that's wonderful. Um, and why did you choose uh, KTU, Konas Technology, University of Technology, Konas Technological University? I can't remember <laughs> which which it is. But how did you choose um, to study there? Um, yeah, as I mentioned, um, I had a friend who um, at the time had also um, a company to study abroad. She was helping. Uh, uh, students to find the universities abroad and so on. So she recommended this university. And then, as I uh, mentioned, we were checking the opportunities that if um, my modules are matching, so I didn't have to do all the classes all over again. Um, so, in the, yeah, in the beginning, my plan was to stay just two years in Lithuania and that's mm-hmm. it, and then leave after that. But yeah, here I am. <laughs> oh, that's That's cool. So what made you stay? Why did you decide to stay after your studies? Um, after my studies, um, well, I, 
I kind of yeah uh, took a bit slow. I didn't. Uh, I could have uh, finished in two or three years, but uh, then I thought like, okay, first of all, as a non-EU uh, citizen, I had this um, permit to stay because yeah, just to have um, residence permits or a visa abroad. Uh, I mean, in, in Europe, you need to have some reason, like either you are studying or working. So um, yeah, I, I would say that uh, that was one of the reasons that uh, it kind of gave me a freedom to move around uh, a bit easier so I because yeah, I like traveling I thought I'll use this opportunity to travel a little bit more and then I'll see um, then yeah when I finished uh, bachelor's um, I, I didn't have a job or anything in Lithuania I went back home for like yeah 20 days and then I came back to to Kaunas um, and um, I just yeah felt like I, I want to come back and all I was doing is uh, started organizing uh, quizzes in English. So that was my main activity. And then uh, also meantime searching for a job. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, after a, after a gap year, I, I continued um, studies again in, uh, in, in the same faculty. Okay, great. Um, and as a student, uh, what was it like in Kaunas and also how... Has that changed? Because now you're not uh, studying anymore, right? Um, you've graduated. So what was it like as a student? And then after being a student, what, what's uh, what are the differences? Um, I, I cannot tell um, how to say from a usual student point of view, because I've uh, kind of missed the welcome week and I came quite late to the uh, in my first year to, to Lithuania. So it was a little bit harder for me to adapt to meet people uh, than than I see like how it is for for usually for the other students. But uh, I mean, the difference is that uh, yeah, as a student, you get to have your own um, I'd say network of um, uh, people from uh, like other Erasmus students or international students. So. It's a little bit, uh, I would say, easier um, compared to if you are coming to as an expat or for for some other reason to the to Lithuania. I mean, to abroad in general, I would say. Um, well, yeah, the, the differences are, of course, you don't get the student discounts anymore in, uh, for the transportation and so on. Um, and uh, your network is kind of narrowing down because every time uh, while you were student, every time new semester new students arrive and you get uh, you are quite excited to meet them and so on but then um yeah after the studies you don't really know who is coming or like uh, what's happening much in this um, area so yeah yeah and is that one of the reasons that you founded this uh, speak Konas? can you tell me more about it in general and um how you decided to to start it there um, yeah, Speak uh, itself, it's a social tech project from uh, started in Portugal in 2014. So um, as as I mentioned, I've been doing uh, quite some uh, Erasmus uh, studies or in traineeship abroad. So one of them was uh, at Speak uh, in 2016. I went there just as a, a web developer for two months of uh, internship. And yeah, at the time, the team was quite small and I I really uh, like the mission, the idea of it. So the idea is, uh, its mission is to connect newcomers and locals in the same city through language and culture exchange activities. And these activities are led by the community itself. 
Um, so yeah, at, uh, at Speak, uh, I mean, at Encounters, we started it uh, at the end of uh, 2019. Uh, there was this program to take the Speak to your city. So it's basically a social franchising city. Um, and um, yeah, of course, as a, as, a, uh, as a foreigner, I can feel like I can know uh, more what is missing in the city. And uh, sometimes, yeah, I've been, you know, angry at like, why there is this um, information is not in English or why, why this event is not in English. Like uh, we would like to join as well. But then I, I think about my own hometown that, okay, so how many foreigners do I know there? Mm-hmm. And uh, what did I do for them there? So I was like trying to answer these questions and I realized that, okay, as a local in the, in the city, you don't really f- see what is missing you don't you just live your usual life because mm-hmm. everything you already know if you have any any question or any issue you know which institution to approach you know uh, where to find um, I, I don't know like what you need or where you can find the, even the bus timetable and everything so it's, mm-hmm. it's quite accessible for you but um, as a foreigner when we go to some some other country uh, some other city we don't feel like a local we don't uh, feel like home so that's the whole idea of speak to make you feel at home in any city that you move to Mm -hmm. so um, yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's done. Uh, like we, our mission is to connect people, and we do it. Uh, our main tool is like to provide the language um, groups, and anyone can can participate and can share their language with others. At the same time, they can learn any language uh, that uh, they can find that speak. So also, we do organize the community uh, events. Um, uh, I mean, we had uh, before the lockdown, we had uh, quite some activities going on as well. But uh, lockdown was also a way um, we understood that, of course, uh, people are more isolated and we need to find a way to still keep them connected. So we moved everything, all the language groups online. And yeah, they, they are happening online right now. Oh, that's great. That's a wonderful mission. I think we need more in, in all of the cities to have. Um, a way for people to meet and connect and share culture, share their language. And um, about how many people would you say are participating um, in, in the activities you organize? Um, so everything is written in the speak.social. When you go there, you can find um, as your city. So right now, Kaunas is the only city in Lithuania that is uh, that you can exp- uh, you can have speak experience. But as I mentioned, it's online now, so mm-hmm. uh, everybody is welcome to join. And uh, now I open the uh, page and I can read the numbers. Okay. So uh, for now, we have 286 participants. Well, by the time this podcast is out, maybe it will be uh, probably a little bit more. Um, and yeah, you can see the diversity of the, uh, people, uh, from the different nationalities and how many different languages we shared. So for now, uh, eight different languages we have shared and, uh, we have, uh, organized 30 language groups. So of course, yeah, the, the numbers are growing and also we are, I would say quite new in the city until, uh, we, uh, find more partners until we uh, reach to the audience, uh, to the people whom, um, who can 
benefit more from from this project and uh, we can create an impact in their life so we are just trying to to build that yeah that's great that's great um fantastic it's, it's wonderful to hear um everything that you're doing and i hope it'll expand to other cities in lithuania as well so more people can get involved but it's good to, to hear that because it's online now anybody anybody can join so if anyone's listening and would like to um yeah and uh, <laughs> i would really like to encourage uh, lithuanians to join because uh, we really have a big demand of uh learning lithuanian uh from from foreigners and uh, we are trying to reach uh, more to the uh lithuanian audience as well so they could uh, share their language of course uh, we provide all uh we provide support and uh, materials as well so it's not um even uh how to say you don't need any experience and uh, it seems quite hard in the beginning usually that's what i hear from from the buddies but um once you start it's really fun and it's uh, really interesting because you get to meet people from all over the world and it's kind of a multicultural environment and uh, you get to learn the language in more informal and dynamic and interactive way so yeah that's great i think it's the most important thing when learning a language is just practice 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 and if you have a buddy and you can keep your, each other accountable and uh, just talk and if you're both learning something then it's it's kind of less pressure to perform really well which i think that stops uh, a lot of people from learning the languages is just the fear of you know i'm I'm not going to be understood i'm going to see something wrong but if everyone's learning and it's such a nice and open friendly environment then i think that really helps to to learn better yeah and that's, that's the safe environment we we give no one is being judged and uh, we really focus on the uh conversation uh, like daily uh, basis that you you would need because uh, the whole idea is that when you come to the new city your main uh, one of the main barriers is the language and uh, you need to overcome this barrier so that's why we want to mm. organize more lithuanian languages as well like lithuanian language groups um, great and are you learning uh, lithuanian as well yourself um i <laughs> i am i mean um, i cannot um, lie and say that I'm doing it uh, very uh, focused because, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I mentioned in the beginning I wasn't really planning to stay in Lithuania. Then, like, um, I was uh, going abroad and coming back. So it wasn't, like, I didn't really have this kind of um, uh, moment that yeah, I can sit and uh, mm -hmm. think about it. But, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, working on that as well. So... Oh yeah, I guess if you're surrounded by people who are learning, you're gonna learn at least a little bit of <laughs> just uh, just naturally. But yeah, that's true. Mm. I mean, I can uh, use it daily, and I mean, I can order my coffee with uh, without sugar with soy milk. But until <laughs> they ask that, uh, do you want uh, stronger coffee beans or sweet? Uh, then uh -huh. I'm uh, yeah. Now back to English. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I'm always afraid of. It's like they're gonna ask me something if I go to another country. They're gonna ask me something, and I'm not gonna know. <laughs> I know these like five sentences, but beyond. <laughs> but uh, but uh, that's great that you still go ahead and do it. Um, it's important to practice, <laughs> like like we've said. Awesome. And um, the work you do with Speak is that your full time work, or do you also have another job here? Um, currently, uh, no, not really. Uh, it's not uh, exactly a full time, but uh, I 
uh, decided to dedicate uh, more of my time to speak. I quit some of the activities I was doing uh, because I believe in this uh, idea and I would like to expand it. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, you also mentioned that um, uh, you really like quizzes and that you organize these <laughs> pop quizzes. Um, can you share a bit uh, more about that? How does that look and, and what do you do? Um, yeah, I was, uh, quizzes is kind of my passion anyways. I used to, uh, play a lot of, uh, quiz games back home and, um, the, the first university I, I even, uh, went to in North Cyprus, it was kind of a prize from the, one of the TV shows that I became the finalist in Azerbaijan. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, cool. yeah. <laughs> so that was, you know, free studies there. So that's how I ended up in, in uh, Cyprus. But, um, yeah, I, I really like playing and, um, I was just, um, organizing, uh, some of these, uh, quiz games in uh, wherever I, I, I'm living for a longer time. So just for, for fun, mostly like as a mm-hmm. hobby. And, um, yeah, in Kaunas also, I was, I took quite, uh, it was quite hard to say hard for me to, to do that in the beginning. I was afraid that I never wrote questions in English. Mm. <laughs> I never, um, hosted, uh, you know, quiz in English. So it was a bit of a challenge uh, for me. Uh, but then it started and the people were, people keep coming, you know, and they were like, uh, always keep asking that when is the next one? When is the, um, uh, when it's happening. So I decided to make it uh, weekly, like uh, we had in uh, in Kaunas, at least in Vilnius, I believe as well. There are weekly protmushis, uh, like pub quizzes in, in Lithuanian language. So I said, okay, why not in English as well? So that we have, um, you know, uh, once in a week, a place to meet for, for the foreigners and the locals as well. How does it look like we used to do it uh, every Thursday in uh, one of the pubs in, in Kaunas? And then because, yeah, I was uh, moving uh, a little bit more later, so mm-hmm. I, I started doing it once in a month. Um, now it's happening online. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I moved, yeah. Uh, now every second Thursday I go live and, um, I, we play these uh, quizzes online, so anyone who wants to participate, they can. They just need a team, or they can be alone. But uh, with team, usually it's more fun. So they meet mm-hmm. in the uh, platform, which is actually quite um, how to say interesting for me as well, uh, because the the teams who were participating, let's say, three years ago in in Kaunas uh, or in in another city that I did quiz, um, they uh, come together now online and. Um, they still, you know, participate. So it's also one of the ways to connect all these people again. And, um, yeah, I mean, I prepare questions, I ask questions, and then uh, people do answer. That's, like, how usually the quizzes work. <laughs> okay, that's that's great. Um, and uh, how popular have, have they been? Do many people participate? Do the same people keep coming back? Uh, in Kaunas, it was uh, quite popular um, when we were hosting uh, in uh, in Gem Pub. <laughs> I don't know if you know this place, but uh, 
around 16, 17 uh, teams can fit there, but we usually had like 20 teams that teams would come and sit on the floor, like oh, wow. <laughs> even if there is no place. So it was uh, quite pop- popular back then. And uh, I also organized some in, in the, for example, Erasmus place that I went in Czech Republic in Brno. I did uh, two or three quizzes there as well as just, you know, for, for, as a hobby. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was fun because uh, some of the teams who participated, um, I don't know, one or two years back in Kaunas, they came from another city or another country, even like from Austria or from Prague. Uh, they came to, to that city where we having quiz and then they just, um, you know, played there because they, they missed. <laughs> and yeah, that was quite nice. Oh, that's amazing. That's like a, a great way to, I think, yeah, connect to the people as well. Just have some fun activity that everyone can participate in, in teams and yeah, have a, have a good time. That's uh, that's really cool. Yeah, I I know that these uh, quizzes in Lithuanian are quite popular in Vilnius at least. So good to hear that there's also now things happening in English and more people can uh, can get involved. Um, and uh, in general, like, how are you finding um, the city, like of Konas, uh, living there? Have you, um, yeah, just I don't know. Maybe we can share more. Were you going to ask if I have considered moving to Venice? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, I mean, uh, I like Kaunas. It's a um, small, cozy, and um, easy to get around. So I, uh, I mean, I at first it was, I would say, quite boring for me because I come from a city that has more population than the entire Lithuanian population. Mm. Um, so it was like... Mm, I'm not sure, like, yeah, a little bit, uh, not not at life, uh, you know, I'm used to. But after some time, I got um, used to and I quite like. And then, yeah, when I'm when I'm going away, I usually miss it. So I, I imagine, you know, coming from a big big city and and going to a small one, it's very it's very different. But then this, um, I think I've touched with other um, like guests that I've had about just the opportunities that are here to create things because there's so many things that are just don't exist. And I think you sent me as well that um, you uh, started these uh, free walking tours in Konas. Uh, was that, do I remember correctly? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love them. Like when traveling, those are awesome. So yeah, maybe you can tell me more of how you started it here uh, yeah, that's true that uh, you mentioned that, that there are a lot of uh, things to create. And um, I, as I, I see as a person who is not, uh, you know, fully local there can can see those missing um, pieces well. So uh, as you, I also use free walking tours a lot when I travel because that's yeah one of the ways for me to find the, find out more about the city in an alternative way. And um, I've been like, uh, you know, living in Kanos for uh, for a bit. And then I was thinking, okay, so I want to join also here because I didn't even check uh, if mm-hmm. that exists or not. And uh, yeah, when I was checking, I couldn't find uh, any information. I mean, there are, you know, private tours offered, but um, as a student, uh, you want uh, something more, more affordable and more fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um 
Yeah, I mean, uh, we uh, there is this uh, Venus with locals in Venus City. Uh, they do offer free walking tours. So I met one of the founders in uh, in a trip in Lapland. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was a student trip to Lapland. Uh, so she was our uh, tour guide. So we just had conversations and somehow it led to the... Uh, free walking tours I was mentioning that you know we don't have this in Kaunas it would be quite uh, nice to have it and then she said that oh we we have one in Venus and we were getting a lot of questions about if there is any in in Kaunas as well Mm -hmm. so we thought okay let's uh, exchange contacts and then we will do uh, we'll try to do it of course we didn't immediately do I mean go into the work we we came back after two or three years of this conversation and uh, there was still no um, no free walking tours so that's how uh, we decided okay maybe it's time to do it and um, yeah I mean that's uh, how it started we we were uh, only I think two or three guides in in Kaunas I wasn't expecting that I would be a guide as well but then that's how I ended up oh, okay. Uh, okay. by I mean, I was feeling quite, uh, how to say, uh, not good when uh, people would have the same impression about Kanas as I had in in the you know first year, mm-hmm. because um, we would think that there is nothing in the city, there's not much to do, there's you know. But then once I started also reading and learning the history and the background, all, all the stories of the. Um, of the buildings or the uh, sculptures and um, you know the places I was like wow the, there is a lot of uh, things happening in Kaunas that uh, people don't know there are a lot of uh, stories to share that uh, we need to tell these people you know this city is actually quite uh, interesting it has a lot of um, uh, interesting stories behind it so that's how um yeah, the idea was born and that's how we started. And we were running this uh, before the pandemic. And yeah, well, if the things go better uh, in the future, of course, we would like to to do it again. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I, I want to I wanna go on one. <laughs> I was thinking of going on one of these tours in Vilnius as well, because I think, you know, as a local, you, you also, you, you don't pay attention to the same things. Like you said, you when you're, you, you come from the outside, then you can notice different things and um, have a d- completely different perspective and it's, it's great to feel even as a I think as a traveler within your country sometimes because you'll there are things you'll find that you hadn't expected before so I was all, like always planning to do it in business and still haven't <laughs> but hopefully this summer but in Kolonas I definitely want to do it too because well I know even less even though my my mother is actually from there she grew up in Kolonas um, but I don't go there so often and you know, when you go just visiting your relatives and not really spending so much time in the city, but I'm sure there's a lot to to discover. So it would be cool to um to go on a, one of your tours, maybe maybe with you. And yeah, uh, and, <laughs> you're welcome. And how have you found uh, being a being a tour guide? Was that, what that is that experience like? Um, I, I would say actually one of the most curious um, participants are the locals or mm-hmm. like Lithuanians who study uh, who you know lived abroad or uh, came to the uh, to Lithuania back for for a holiday or for good. So it's uh, usually uh, interesting for them as well to see the city from 
um, another point of view. Mm -hmm. So um, I found it quite interesting um, and um, it gives me a... First of all, yeah, I've been uh, also, you know, learning a lot of uh, new things about Kaunas. And then you meet uh, a lot of people who are coming for different reasons. So it's interesting to know their story, why they end up in Kaunas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, what, what they... Sometimes I learn from them as well, because some sometimes it's, uh, you know, they come and say, oh, there is like, you know, this... Um, a place about uh, that person so it's, it's just like you know always learning process and um, yeah for me it, it was uh, quite um, nice to share my um, how to say to share the stories that I know to to share the history that I know in uh, in an alternative way I would say and then I can take the participants to the with the route that I find it uh, you know more interesting and yeah, this is the way of, I don't know, showing the city. I, I kind of uh, start feeling like a local. Mm. <laughs> so, and usually, yeah, usually when I travel and I also join these uh, walking tours, the the tour guides are always uh, also the people who are not exactly from that country <laughs> or from, mm. from the other countries. I think, yeah, that uh, also gives us a chance to to have a different uh, perspective and different view for the city itself. Mm. Yeah, and it's, a, it's such a great way to get to know the city. I was living in Klaipeda for six months and I tried to go on all the tours there uh, just to get uh, better at it. And then, you know, I had, I was hosting like couch surfers and then I, I, I would know what to tell them because I had, I had gone on the tours. So I knew more, more of this like niche history as well. I remember there was one of this, this one street and it was just just about the street and the history of that of course the history of the city goes into it but it, that was very interesting just to have um, a different view not just of the maybe the most famous places but some of the ones that are on the sidelines that have a very um, unique history um, themselves and um, when when you uh, so when you create your roots uh, what are your um, favorite spots in Konas that you take take people to um, so we usually start from the Soboros um, church, and um, I like the stories that are uh, the next stop, uh, for example, uh, the Mon- Memorial uh, Wizards for Life, uh, which is uh, where I-, I tell the stories of the uh, Jans Wardendich and um, uh, Sugihara, how they uh, helped um, during the uh, times that uh, you know Jewish people needed help, and uh, people usually yeah um, like these uh, stories as well. And uh, also, I like to show the street art uh, mm-hmm. and tell uh, more about the um, murals that they can find in in the city. So uh, I I quite like the story of the Kaunas cats, and I always make them spot those cats uh, cat faces mm-hmm. in the city. Which is kind of a symbol of Kaunas, I believe, for now. Um, yeah, I haven't been uh, doing tours for a long time. Now I have to think <laughs> which <laughs> which uh, places I like. But good, good uh, practice for when you start again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, it sometimes depends uh, because um, yeah, you you see like what uh, people are into, and then you can change your route according to them what they are more interested if they are more interested in history or more in the um, 
in the sculptures and so on. So yeah, I like to show the sculptures that are uh, around the city that uh, usually you just pass by without even noticing. Like they are sometimes even small that you don't even know why they are there mm-hmm. or you don't even see them. So I, I like to tell the stories behind them. And uh, yeah, anything that you can miss, you know, you just come uh, to the city, if, if, especially if you are coming for one day, uh, then I try to show that, you know, this is a really cool city and uh, maybe you should come back again. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, and you mentioned the street art. Yeah, there's so many nice uh, murals in Konas. I always get surprised because I, I don't go there that often. So every time I come, it's like, oh, something <laughs> something big has happened. This beautiful um, mural that wasn't here before is now the only thing I can <laughs> can, can look at which is uh, pretty pretty awesome did, did, is there like a street art uh, festival in Kovnas do you know is there anything like that happening um, there was this project uh, I believe like uh, living walls that where um, the artists uh, could uh, apply and um, you know put their work on one of the empty walls that is also Provided, like, if you have a, let's say, empty wall mm-hmm. <laughs> that you can give it to the uh, artist to work on, you apply uh, there. And, um, or if you are an artist, you can choose from the map that which one um, matches you. It's kind of, you know, like a Tinder match between the buildings and the, oh, okay. and the artists. So I believe this project was going on. I'm not sure um, how it is. Uh, because yeah, every all the information was uh, more in Lithuanian. So mm-hmm. okay, okay, need to translate those <laughs> and get get the. It, it is translated, but yeah, what one what I found was uh, in Lithuania. But I found this uh, quite interesting because I'm also really happy to see a lot of new um, new graffiti, new street art in in Kaunas because that uh, changes this um, you know grayness into something more colorful. I really like the idea of uh, old trilabuses being painted before they were going to be renewed with the new ones, Mm. which was uh, quite quite nice, like uh, seeing this art moving around the city. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, it's a shame that then if they get renewed, then then they're not there anymore. But, But yeah, I think that's magic of art sometimes. And just take something old recreate it in a completely new way and like i said yeah add, add to add to the city and um, just the the whole feeling feeling of it so you've kind of created a bunch of uh, a bunch of your own projects um and so i wanted kind of to ask you what is that like as uh, yeah someone who's not lithuanian to like start up um these these new initiatives in in the country do you think it's more challenging or just how have you found um, that and what's your experience? Um, okay, I would say it depends on the activity itself as well. Uh, for example, um, uh, with uh, quizzes, it was a little bit um, easier for me to because uh, we reached to the uh, English-speaking audience. And then later on, of course, I was quite happy to see... Um, Lithuanians joining as well and they are uh, bringing their team or just joining some other teams uh, but for example yeah with, in the tours case it was a little bit um, different because for, <laughs> I would uh, sometimes have uh, Lithuanians coming uh, just to check the tours if I'm telling the truth to the <laughs> 
to the people, to the tourists. And Fact checkers, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it, I wouldn't say I was uh, very comfortable, but I mean, I know that I'm telling the truth, so which is like make me more confident. And usually at the end of the tour, they would um, say that, yeah, well, I mean, I even learned something new or like it was, it was quite nice. Uh, it was nice to hear, yeah, these feedbacks. Um, but uh, in the case of uh, speak, uh, Kaunas, uh, I would say it's more challenging for for me because, um, I'm, uh, yeah, one of the things, of course, the the main thing is the language barrier to to reach a more, I would say, business way <laughs> and uh, to find uh, all these uh, legal documents and everything uh, that you need um, in the language that, that you can understand. Uh, but there are also a lot of uh, improvements. I can I can uh, say that since the time that I came to Lithuania until now, which I'm quite happy about. Uh, but yeah, I would. Uh, I, my main challenge for now is to reach the uh, Lithuanian audience as well, to uh, so they could also become part of the speak community, share their language and culture with others. And, um, you know, make uh, others uh, who come to Lithuania feel like more at home. Mm. Yeah, that's great. I think, you know, just involving the different people, it's it's always about just being open and inviting everyone to join. But I'm, I'm sure it will eventually, um, like Lithuanians will also get involved. It's always just at the beginning it takes time to, you know, look and see what it is. And it's always the, the ones that have the international friends are the ones <laughs> who are joining first or maybe, you know, students who who have uh, also international friends or they want to learn more languages because they want to travel as well. It's all about, um, yeah, just, just yeah, reaching of course, them. Uh, of course, it will take time and we just don't focus only on the students we want to reach uh, no, migrants, refugees, expats, and whoever, uh, whatever reason that brings you to the city, we don't, um, uh, I mean, we accept everyone and we want everyone to break those uh, social barriers that they, they face in the city. Mm-hmm. So we want to create this uh, huge uh, informal uh, network of support for, for everyone. And in, in that network, we definitely need uh, the locals' help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so again, to people listening, get involved. <laughs> Lots of opportunities to to meet amazing people and and just share stories and culture. So yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they will. Um, like I said, it's just just a matter of time. But but yeah, I think yeah, getting the word out. I don't know um, yourself. Do you have um, just thinking about friends, do you have more like Lithuanian friends in, in Kolnas or is it mostly international uh, people that you like spend time with? Um, <laughs> close uh, group, I would say, um, the uh, Azerbaijanis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, it's quite uh, interesting because uh, usually even the I'm not sure if it's for everyone, uh, every nationality, but uh, for us, we usually say, okay, when we go abroad, uh, we're going to meet only, you know, foreigners and we're going to make friends, you know, from people, different uh, countries. We are not going to make a lot of friends from our country because, you know, we already have, uh, we know a lot of people. (laughs) But then you, what I noticed that you usually end up with the... um, 
with your uh, you know uh, country people mm. <laughs> because uh, I, I've noticed in it uh, with you know other nationalities as well. Um, I guess it's just um, uh, that you feel more connected. But uh, I mean, I have uh, of course friends from from international friends, uh, Lithuanian friends. So I I, I enjoy spending time. <laughs> But um, I also I like uh, people from yeah different countries as well. To I like to discuss uh, with them, you know, different um, issues. Like we always find a lot of similarities or uh, big differences in our between our cultures, so which is uh, quite interesting. Mm. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, it's it's great to be in this like international community and. Like you said, you have moved around a lot as well, the Erasmus and everything. It, it does form kind of your personality. And then for me, I feel like I, I need to be around um, international people either when traveling or like now for this podcast. It's my way of uh, being in the loop still and not just becoming a local Lithuanian who doesn't <laughs> doesn't um, speak English anymore and then forgets the language. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great that you're able to and like you said yeah i think it's 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 just normal to hang out with people from your own country like because you do have that extra connection and especially when you move to a new place you everything's so new already that it's nice to have some sort of like a uh, familiar uh things happening um i don't know do you like um i don't know if, if you enjoy cooking but if that's that's always something i would do with uh, my lithuanian friends when living abroad is like we would get together to make like lithuanian food and then sometimes like share and invite people to uh, share this food i don't know if that's something uh, that you do uh yeah azerbaijani food is usually quite hard to make so uh me personally no i don't know how to cook well we do gather and uh in the special occasions as well, like if there is some celebrations that we are having. So, we, yeah, food is, of course, uh, one of the main parts in, in our culture as well. So that connects everyone. Yeah, we usually would do, for like Independence Day, we would usually do like Lithuanian food and then, you know, invite our um, international friends um, to to try it <laughs> whenever we're living abroad. I think it's a nice uh, nice way to connect. and. Yeah, I'm thinking Azerbaijani food. I did go to Azerbaijan um, a couple of years ago. Uh, my wow. dad actually um, was working there for a couple of years. So went to visit, watched the Formula One um, race. Yes. <laughs> Just from the like the from the street, my dad knew where to like take us so we could like <laughs> see it, <laughs> um, which was a lot of fun. But yeah, beautiful country. Really, really enjoyed. Um, really enjoyed visiting. Wow. That's nice. I didn't know that you visited. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I I love I loved it. It was it was really cool. I mean, especially outside of Baku, it's um, it feels so kind of undiscovered and still really authentic. Not many tourists, I guess, um, tra- travel around there. So it was um, a really really cool experience we had. Yeah, I'm glad that you you had a nice experience. And I don't know. Um, Living in Lithuania, do you um, do you miss Azerbaijan? Do you um, is there anything that you think you would like to have here that doesn't exist that that you have in Azerbaijan? 
Um, yeah, of course I do miss, uh, yeah, especially food <laughs> and uh, when it's too cold, uh, I miss the weather as well. I mean, we do have all the seasons, but it's not as cold as in Lithuania. So I usually try to escape the winters. Mm. <laughs> um, but that's a good question, actually. Uh, sometimes I, I think the opposite way, like what is missing in Azerbaijan that mm. I have, uh, we have Lithuania that we could uh, bring because I usually try to encourage my um, friends and um, uh, family members there as well like to do some some kind of activities as well um, for me like um, my my main hobby was that quizzes was missing mm -hmm. and um, yeah we I kind of uh, I'm happy that uh, we started it in, in Lithuania but I would also like to be a participant as well, not just, you know, organized, but I would really appreciate um, if there is some uh, games happening in English um, that, uh, yeah, I really like to join. Also, um, one of the things I miss is uh, going, you know, theater and understanding the language. Mm. Um, I I went uh, in, in Kaunas, uh, Kaunas Tram Theater, uh, a few times when they had the place in in Lithuanian but with English either subtitles or audio mm. but uh, yeah I, I can say that uh, you don't get the same feeling mm. and it's not not yeah um, you don't feel uh, the same feeling of being in a theater and you you just want to understand everything without any additional uh, you know subtitles or or the audio so, I mean, I cannot uh, tell if we have uh, in English in, in Azerbaijan. So, but yeah, I mean, that's one of the activities I, I used to uh, do when I'm back there. Well, yeah, I, I need to think more. Mm. I think there are more because it, it just sometimes happens like you sit, ah, I really miss this thing. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, you just uh, wish that it would be here as well. Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned things that you would like to bring there so do you can you think of any of those um again <laughs> quizzes in english <laughs> <laughs> everywhere uh, yeah we need all yeah, the quizzes <laughs> i really want that everyone would play because it's, it's such a nice uh, way of um, you know learning and meeting people i just want that there would be more activities for the english-speaking uh, audience there as well mm. Because, well, I don't know many foreigners there, but I'm sure there are a lot. And um, that's the thing we need to create some kind of, um, again, like a support network or some kind of um, social club that they would feel um, at least, you know, once in a week or, or uh, twice a month that they have this place that they can meet uh, people and they, yeah, they can meet other foreigners and locals at the same time. So I've yeah I've been actually thinking also to bring the speak uh, to Azerbaijan as well, oh, okay. but uh, yeah I mean I think sh someone else should do it there mm. because uh, it's already um, a lot of work to do in Lithuania, uh, but it will be quite cool to to have it mm. there as well. Oh yeah, for sure. I have this really big network of of speak. I think yeah, any, anyone can benefit. I know when I was. Um, traveling and even in living in English-speaking countries, um, I lived in New Zealand for a year, and there was this like a uh, international international group. Um, it was like mostly students, but not only students, also um, people who have graduated already, working, 
and that was that was really fun as well because even even then you you want to connect with people from from different uh, countries and even though there are like everything's in english but <laughs> but it's it's nice to have that uh, cultural diversity too and and know that you're going to go and everyone's going to be in a similar situation as you and you know not just locals and then you're the only <laughs> foreigner there um so yeah i think it's important to have this community communities um everywhere everywhere you go and it's wonderful that you've um started one in Kaunas, really um i was really excited when you reached out and and let me know more about uh, the organization i was like wow great <laughs> so it's just uh, amazing that you've just started it and i know there are you know like little groups starting up or that have already been um going on for a few years and i think now it's time to kind of collaborate and they do things together definitely i want to with with the podcast and any other activities i want to also get involved and maybe do some kind of uh, local events and we can collaborate on that i'm sure and um, make it bigger and uh, involve more people and and yeah reach reach yeah. Uh, reach have a bigger reach so so. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, that's what I'm also trying to um, explore as well now. To I'm finding, you know, new organizations that are also doing quite interesting uh, and nice activities, uh, but not everyone knows about them or they give you know, consultation or they have some other um, services that uh, foreigners can use. So it's nice uh, now that uh, to put all this together and then yeah, when people reach out uh, for a specific question to me or, you know, to us and we can, we show them, okay, so you can go to this uh, organization and they will definitely help you out with your question. So um, that's also one of my, you know, um, main ideas, main dreams to, to put all this uh, different communities together and to, to make one big um, network. Mm. Oh yeah, that's that's great. There's always so many things you know you can share and do do so much more together, and um, yeah, it's just making the making Lithuania more foreigner friendly. It's uh, it's it's great. I want to I want to see it be the place where international people can come and be like, yeah, this was <laughs> this was great. I knew exactly where to go and where I could get help, and um, people were helpful. And um, like already through doing this podcast, I hear a lot about that that people do want to help and and are generally helpful so it's it's good to hear but making it even the process even simpler and like you said if if even if students come they're not at the beginning and then it's harder um so they they know where to go and get directly um, directed more more faster so, yeah I mean, it's always great to see all these, um, uh, you know, initiatives that are for uh, helping foreigners. I, I was quite happy as well to um, to find out about this uh, podcast. So I've been uh, listening. Um, it's almost, yeah, for every my workout <laughs> time, <laughs> which is, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but, uh, you know, depending on the... Um, uh, duration I already know okay I, I had a one hour of workout so that's cool <laughs> so, and I, I heard uh, stories of the people so which is nice I mean I also hear and um, it's great to I always you know find about uh, new activities as well in the, um, throughout the podcast so I think yeah this is quite also a good way of uh, reaching out to the people uh, 
who can benefit all from all these uh, activities that we we usually mention in the podcast. I mean, you do mention mm-hmm. that your your uh, interviews mm-hmm. uh, they they do mention as well. So that's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. We need to share this information. You know, it's it's hard to be. You can't be in every bubble and know everything that's happening. But when you find people who are really into certain activities, then it's it's great to hear. Um, all the different things that you can do in in those areas so yeah that's that's what I try and I'm I'm glad it's helpful and I hope it's helpful for other people as well I'll I'll ask uh, my my final question as if you listen then you probably know that the question I ask (laughs) is uh, to describe uh, living in Lithuania in three words Um, yeah I (laughs) I remember this question and um uh three things yeah I, I notice when i came here okay one word i can say proud because i don't think i have seen um uh any other nation this proud before uh, in like places that i have been to which is uh, yeah it was quite impressive um another thing um another word i would say freedom mm. um it's more generic, like I kind of uh, found my own uh, freedom as well and the freedom of uh, creating things that I like, which I wouldn't uh, probably do in, in uh, even in my home. Like I wouldn't even think of doing it. And it's, it's quite um, also uh, impressive how uh, people value freedom uh, in Lithuania as well, like as in more in a historic way as well. So, and a short uh, word, how I find living, I think I would say a bit melancholic. Mm. I mean, that's, um, yeah, uh, that can describe Lithuania a little bit because I think uh, the weather and uh, everything has an, an impact on that. Mm. But yeah, also it, it makes you think uh, deeper and uh, well sometimes it brings overthinking but uh, still <laughs> it's it's the way of uh, brainstorming in your mind oh, yeah we're, we're all very deep and uh, artistic here and <laughs> um, the, the weather helps <laughs> to do that you have to do something in those um, dark dark days of winter <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, I can add uh, another word, uh, creativity, because mm. um, I think, yeah, that this, uh, everything, all these things that uh, we uh, we mentioned, they kind of make you creative, especially uh, Lithuania is a small country, and uh, it's uh, also interesting to see um, it's creative ways of getting known outside of the world, and, uh, you know, and even like, in a small community, so I, I I quite like the creativity in general, like um, in the city, in the country itself. Oh, great, wonderful. Okay, great words <laughs> and great reasons for them. Okay, well, I don't know. Thank you, thank you so much uh, for giving your time, and I really enjoyed our conversation. Um, thank you for inviting i i also really enjoyed and um yeah i'm looking forward f- uh, to hear your upcoming podcasts as well yeah for sure definitely also looking forward to coming to konas going on your tour 
participating in a quiz. <laughs> I think that would be an amazing um, experience. Thank you for listening. For more conversations like this one, subscribe to the podcast and let's connect on the Living in Lithuania Facebook page. If you or someone you know would like to be on the podcast, feel free to get in touch. Until next time.